Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 61. I am your host, Movement. I've got Chris and Jack with me this week. Say hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Uh, no Matt Jack again. Hello. hello. Uh, no Matt this week, unfortunately he's working, but he has sent in his predictions for later. Because it's NXT this week, um, and I completely forgot about it. Yep, so did I. Until... <laughs> Even though Jack reminded us in the DMs today, I still forgot about it until about three minutes ago. So, me, me, me and Jack had this conversation earlier about how there's just been no hype for it. Therefore, we've kind of forgot about it. It's it, mm. well, for the sound of it, it's just I said there's no hype for it. It's because it's because all the all the takeovers are based around like main event WWE pay per views. So, yeah, I can kind of see why. It just feels like something's a bit off with this one, I guess. Mm, and having it slap bang just before Super Showdown. And after help. double or nothing as well. So. And that as well. Um, we will <laughs> definitely, at some point, get into a review of Double or Nothing. But before we do so, we have usual housekeeping at the start of every podcast. We have the news from this week. Um, we'll talk about the Double or Nothing predictions first. So um, as we spoke last week, me and, me and Chris read out all of the predictions. Um, Matt won... It pains me to say it, Matt won, even though he knows. Yeah, cool. Um, he won with five. Me and Chris drew uh, in second place on four, and and Jack has now changed his name on Twitter to Jackie One Point because he got one. Absolutely smashed it. <laughs> I, doesn't, I, just doesn't, I mean, it'll be funny. Jack's the one who knows the most about wrestling. Out of us, letting you all win it was just the fact that while we, while we were tweeting each other in the dms about um the show as it was going along but he's like i'm not gonna get a point am i <laughs> this this is just not happening was predictable <laughs> yeah it was funny um our friend rob uh rob ponton who also got involved with the the guest league he got three out of five so ggs rob ggs to rob there well done. Uh, we we didn't announce that that the Rob was going to be part of the guest league because he just did, did didn't he just but didn't he throw his predictions after. out there later on? I was like, oh, he well, put his predictions on the YouTube, and I was like, yeah, do it then. Fair fucks. Fair enough. He smashed it overall, though. He got very close to doing to apart from the two that he got wrong. He smashed most of it as well, I think, didn't he? Two or three, as well. yeah. Two or three. Which is good. Um, so. Jack has to uh, has to put into the pot. So do I from last week. I've done it. I've done it. I haven't. So oh, I, bought, I bought a fridge. Oh, no one cares. Came today. Came today, mate. Don't you dis? How good is my your new, fridge? It's giant, mate. It's giant. What could you fit in it? Everything. Just Himself. all. The, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy in the background. Uh, <laughs> love that. Uh, the, the guys have been listening to me talk about how oh, I need to buy a fridge for the last month. So, hashtag fridge news. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, we've then <laughs> we've then got other news related. The fridge is more over than you asked me. It is, mate. <laughs> to be fair, it doesn't it doesn't take a lot to get me over uh, anything over me instead of myself. So. That was good English. GG. Um, I've, I've <laughs> I think the fridge could do better English than you, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, um, in other um, AEW-related news, Dean Malenko signed um, 
with AW as a senior producer and coach and was even a producer for the Amiga versus Amiga. Amiga versus Jericho match at Double or Nothing. Um, cool. Cody has also confirmed that AW is going to have, the, or the weekly show will be two hours long and will move around the country. Um, so that's... Not competing whatsoever with WWE at all, is it? No, we'll get we'll get to all of those little bits later. But it's on. It's, on um, it's supposed to be on a Tuesday, isn't it? Apparently, Smackdown's supposed to be moving to Friday. I don't know. I thought I saw something. It was Tuesday. I'm not too sure. I've not a clue. Mate. Tuesday night something. Oh, it's like Tuesday night dynamite. Tuesday night dynamite. Yeah. yeah. That's a name, isn't it? Love that. Dynamite. Love that. Dynamite. Um, Luchasaurus and Sadie Gibbs Um, Luchasaurus was in the Casino Battle Royale and Sadie Gibbs had a little promo I believe um, within Double or Nothing Um, they have officially signed for AW now so I think Sadie Gibbs is British isn't she I don't know but Luchasaurus was fucking awesome in the the Rumble (laughs) I thought he was a a joke act yes I yeah, saw his name. Honestly, I thought, what is that? It's honestly, I saw him and thought, what? What was that? Like everyone's all like in normal gear, and this dude who's just in like a lizard costume thing. I thought, what? What in the? Okay. Magical I love. Time. I love how they called him a luchasaurus as well, and he's not really a luchador. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Um, in other WWE related news. Um, Road Dog is now working full time for NXT. His role hasn't really been revealed yet, um, but that, champion, that's, mate. that's come out. Yeah, he'll be he'll be the new NXT champion, Road Dog, <laughs> or it. tag team champions with Jeff Jarrett. Yes. Um, Dave Meltzer has reported that EC3 has been buried by WWE because of reactions to Dean Ambrose during house show matches. It, that might it might actually be worth going because uh, that's that's Dean sort Man- of in conjunction with the Talk of Jericho podcast, which was yeah. massive. Yes, we will get to that in a minute. Um, Meltzer has also reported that over ten WWE wrestlers have inquired about their releases this week. Um, Jack had a list of the names that were flying around. Can you remember those, Jack? They were like rumored names. There's nothing. Go on, then, go on. Then. Let's, let's set up the rumors then. It's so, the obvious ones, like Gallows and Anderson. Yep. Um, the revival. I think the other ones were Bobby Roode, Apollo yep. Cruz, yeah. Tyler Breeze, Luke Harper, obviously. Um, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks was one. Who was the other one? There was another one. I can't remember what I saw. Should I dig it up? It'll be on the Reddit. Um, this is what the video I watched Cultaholic did earlier. Hmm. Interesting. Bruce was another one. <sighs> wow. What? Yeah. Wow. That would be funny because Bruce is a gimmick wrestler. But at the same time, I, cause I, I wouldn't have seen Rusev get over on the indies. But... I think I think he could really get over in AEW. He can now. Oh, yeah. I'd say. Now that he's had a platform to show how good he is as a wrestler. Mad. That's crazy. He's always been over. Even when he was a heel when he first came in, he got over. Mm. He's, he's been mega over ever since he, he turned ah. up on WrestleMania on a fucking tank. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the whole Rusev Day thing was just... Mwah. 
boot absolute gold um joey ryan has reportedly turned down aw contract and he's going to be making uh, an announcement on his future i believe is it today or next thursday I, I, I... at some point tonight so we'll find out more about that um okay early hours early hours yes. tomorrow morning However, the biggest, biggest news to come out of this week was Talk is Jericho. Um, his podcast this week was featuring uh, John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose. And he, he didn't hold back, did he? He did hold back. I, th- I think that was him <laughs> holding No, legitimately, yeah. I think that's him holding back. Because he made it. I listened to this whole thing from start to finish. Yeah, so did I. I loved but- it. I because I, 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 I love this I love this drama shit. I've listened to the CM Punk one a few times. I love all this drama shit, and it's it could because I mean he he also made it very clear that he, he you know he did it the right way and uh, oh no 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 he didn't make it clear he did it the right way. It's been said that he did all of this the right way. He he left on good terms. He didn't leave angrily. He was offered tons and tons and tons of money to stay, and he said it doesn't matter how many zeros you put on the check. I'm not going. There was a quote where he said, even if there was no wrestling promotion existing, I would not sign with WWE. No, no, no. He, is he, what he, he said. He if, said he would leave. Yeah, yeah. He said, I'm leaving anyway. If they, if that, you know, if there's no other, if no other promotion came for me, then I'd start my own. Yeah. Um, and and he also made it very clear that he said, well, look, you know, he was talking. He's talking about, you know, if this AEW thing doesn't work out, Renee, uh, him and Renee will just sell all their shit and go live in an RV somewhere. He doesn't care. And he, he just he just wants to wrestle. Yeah, and, and he, he wants he, to he, wrestle on his in his own way, where he's got control over it, creative control. He's an artist. Him, uh, uh, you could uh, these sort of wrestlers are are what forever to be known as dicks, but at the same time. See, there's so many similarities between him and uh, CM Punk in the sense that they want creative license and where wrestling actually matters and not the sports entertainment element of all of it. Where you are there to create a story and you're not there to, you know, sell mugs to kids. You know, mm. it's just... It's L- very listening, listening to it made me... It just made my eyes open about how much... We always say, oh, it's Vince's fault. It's Vince's fault. No, but this is Vince's fault. But this is Vince's fault. And I I can see why so many wrestlers are getting frustrated. Because if this is what Dean went through, imagine if you're this is, mid to low card. This is one of your top guys. Yeah, if this is one of your top guys, imagine what the lower to mid card are thinking when they're pitching stuff or their creative the creative writers are coming up to and go, oh yeah, this is what we want you to do. It's been approved by events. And they go and look at it and go, well, this is trash. This is good shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that impression was my favorite. <laughs> it's other, I mean, there, there's so, so many elements we could, I, I might actually, let, let me find bits and we'll just break it down. Yeah. So he, go the way that, it with your interest sort of hit, fits and spurts. So we the way that he it read down. it, the way that he, he went through it was he talked about it in, he tried to do it where he's not putting emotion into it and says, look, I'm going to give you two stories and then I'm going to do a linear story after it, I think, yes. is what he was going to do. So he started with the, I think it's the his return. Was it his, not his return? When no, he was, was doing the, his um, um, gas mask promo stuff. about Roman, wasn't it? The no, first one yeah, was but... the promo about Roman. The second one was the whole... 
shot in Gas the arm mask. in Houston, not not wanting um, to be in Houston because everyone smells. And, yeah. and and I remember distinctly talking about this on the podcast, going, "There's no way he wants to do this sort of shit. It's awful." Mm. Right. I have a list of all the of all the notes or the highlights. Bit. We can sort of go through them one by one if you want. Mm-hmm. So he goes uh, for the start one. He knew he wanted to leave the company in July 2018 when he was out with an injury. Um, he was out with uh, he had a, a messed up, he messed up his arm and then he got a staff infection and then because he because he'd been resting on it banged up for so long he needed surgeries and got staff infection. It was out for like nine months or something. And then in, in sort of July 2018, he whilst he was out with injury, he's going. I don't want to do this, or he's sort of not necessarily. I don't want to do this, but he's just getting the the, the, the first sort of inklings that he's, he's starting to change his mind and think he might be leaving at the end of the contract. He said, um, he said that he was he didn't watch any wrestling for a couple of months, then started watching like Impact and Ring of Honor and New Japan and stuff like that, and thinking, oh, I could do this, I can do this, and then also thinking, nah, they're not going to let me do that. What's the point? Yeah. Exactly, and then so next next time we got refused to read scripted promo because he believed it was idiotic slash ridiculous, whilst Vince believed it was great. This is this is good shit. This is you. The this is what you are, Dean. Pooper, pooper scoop. The pooper scooper line, business. yeah. Um, Which he changed, didn't he? Yeah, they, yeah. They managed to get it changed yeah, because he got because uh, it was obviously a revised writer's version that he received, and he managed to with the head writer. He was on very good terms with the head writer, and was very clear that this is all bollocks. And Vince, well, Vince wants you to say this. Oh, God's sake. But, um, yeah, th- th- this sort of when it just got really bad. <laughs> Let's think think about it. Um, the, the, the fact that Dean, uh, that Dean was able to notice that, that this is not going to get me over in any way. This is, this is just, this is like a cheap pop or a bit, or a bit of, you know, the, what's the story here? What is Dean Ambrose? And Vince pretty much is going, well, it's you, 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 you. Well, he said, yeah. Well, he said, didn't he, a bit later on in the podcast that his return, he pitched to them that he wanted to come back as a new character. Wanted to come back as Mania. He wanted to come back at Mania. Mm. And he said no. He Um, wanted to attack. They'd already advertised the whole Shields thing, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. And then him and Seth winning the tag titles and whatnot. Yeah, because he wanted, um, he said he wanted to attack Seth. Yeah. At Mania, I think. And then face him at, face him at Mania. Last Mania. Yeah, mm. last Mania. Not yeah. the Mania just gone. But nope, it's so, not going to happen. Uh, talked about promos he read whilst feuding with Seth uh, late last slash early this year. Uh, and Hannah made no sense. Tried to rewrite them and got frustrated when he couldn't. He uh, he would frequently, frequently spend time in Vince's office trying to go, look, this is, this is awful. This <laughs> and is bad. We- and then when Vin, when he was talking about how um, he went to go and see Vince when he was leaving, and Vince was like, "Oh, you should have told me. You should have told me that." And he was like, "I was in here frequently, Vince. Like, hello." The thing that alarms me is that is that Vince said to Dean, now John, that he was one of the he was one of those with creative license. It's mm. like, what? He had creative license. I am. I am. I. Find it hard to believe what people who don't have creative license are, and then see, well, once again, back to the lower to mid card. Like, mad. what the fuck are they doing? I mean, what does poor Apollo Crews do? What does Bobby Roode do? What does Shinsuke Nakamura do? You know, I'm pretty sure. What does No Way Jose do? Like <laughs> bottom of the bottom. <laughs> he doesn't need creative license. He's not on TV. So. Yeah. 
And, it's a, and, and the thing is, is that what, one of the things that I did really enjoy about this is at the start of it, he said that he has no ill will towards the company. Or, or not, not to those words, but he said he did because he started doing the Make-A-Wish stuff. And, he was in, and since getting involved in that, he, he, he felt how he became an adult in WWE because of that. You know, it's, it's all, he grew up because he would be doing his Make-A-Wish stuff and his kids coming up to him going, you know, you've helped me through this, this, this and this. And he took that very serious, you know, a lot of responsibility behind that. And you can't argue with that, to be honest. I mean, fair enough. Um, yeah. So there goes, uh, he said, thought, uh, he said he th- says he thought him cutting a promo talking about Roman's cancer was distasteful. Yeah, I think we mentioned that a I, minute ago. I definitely that. thought it was... It's dodgy ground. And it's it, he, he made a very good point as well because he turned around and said... If I say this, the Susan G. Komen stuff is gone. Like, you can say goodbye to that because they will turn around and go, you what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be, um, honest, to be uh, honestly, do your own research about Susan G. Komen and then you can make your own opinions. Just saying. Susan G. Komen, not the most ethically correct uh, charity around there. But the, the thing, with, the thing with, the, with that is that Dean wouldn't be the one who got the shit. No, no, Dean would be the one who got the shit for it. He'd be the one who'd take all the flag. Yeah, I mean, Vince would be oh, it's just in, it's just a character, but Dean would be the one who'd have to take all the heat for it publicly. Okay. Look at what this. Look at what Dean Ambrose said about his be, about his best friend Roman, who's got cancer. It's just mad. Mm. Um, next one, list uh, says he felt like walking out, uh, walking out on the raw where he got where he got the shot slash vaccination promo, and that was a day he hundred percent knew he was leaving and not coming back. Uh, that was a night he had six separate promos. Three of which were live, three of which were pre-taped, and they were all terrible. And he hated every single one of them. But and and, and he just the closest he came to walking out. But he wanted to be professional and not leave people in the lurch. And of course, he got those royalties afterwards because obviously he sees the contract out. He gets the royalties for it. So fair enough. Mm. Vince tried to talk him into saying another cancer remark about Roman, but uh, but it was so bad they could have they could have lost sponsors. Yeah, that's what you mentioned a minute ago. Um, Says he was excited to return to wrestling when he was injured, but not excited to return to WWE. That's the key factor. He wants to return to wrestling, but not WWE. Yeah. Um, Vince didn't know he was unhappy yet. We know that one already. Was happy to take bumps for night, but felt it was then push- punishing him for leaving. We we all said that straight away, didn't we? As yeah. soon as soon as he was taking bumps for night, well, he's he's now jobbing, isn't he? He's a jobber for the rest of his time now. Um, and, when he, and when he lost to EC3, I think he mentioned about that as well. Yeah. Um. They offered him a new contract, but he didn't even look at it. Fair enough. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't want to be there, which you can't, you know, you can't argue with. His goal in AEW is to be the best version of himself. Looking forward to creative freedom. Absolutely. Says Tony Khan. By the way, Tony Khan time kept the entire event. Fair fucks to the guy. Uh, is the exact opposite of Vince. Likes him and is a fa- and and the fact that he's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, he, he that's the thing. He really. he's a wrestling fan and. If you're a wrestling fan, you know what wrestling fans want. I guess. I yes. mean, to some extent. Yeah. Problem is, is it... like, Vince is obviously a wrestling fan, but he's a money fan first, which is the problem. He's a company he's guy, a, isn't he? He's a businessman first, and then wrestling fan comes. He probably cares more about XFL than he does WWE. <laughs> well, probably. Probably at the moment. Talks about using social media now that he's out of WWE. I love this sort of stuff. So Sick Nick Mondo did the uh, Sick Nick Mondo did the, um, the trailer, and they, they they apparently they've got a load of other trailers coming as well. He apparently wants to do a short film. I think. Yeah, they, they started they started a short film production at the minute, and I kind of like that. Um, but yeah, 
he's it's ever since because he doesn't use social media. He gets guys. He, he has teams that run it for him, and cause obviously he doesn't want to. He hates social media, so. Um, yeah, they had it timed that as soon as it hit midnight, he'd change his name from Dean Ambrose WWE to John Moxley. Then it would tweet out this video and it blew up. Um, and the final thing is he told Seth he was a, uh, he's a wild animal that's been domesticated for too long. When Seth was upset about him leaving, to clarify, he was referring to himself as a wild animal, not Seth. He explained it to Seth as the um, as it being the end of Harry and the Hendersons when Harry is set free. I figured that's a thing. I don't really know, but yeah, that that's the podcast in a nutshell. He um, said that, he said Seth was like, yeah, kind of get that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, I couldn't put it in any other way. Mm. It's just it, it's, it was a very interesting listen. If you haven't listened to it, um, go go and check it out because it is it is very true to to what. We've it's kind about, of been saying a lot over the last few weeks about yeah. how the product is rubbish because it's they're pleasing Vince McMahon, not pleasing the fans. They're, they're, they're pitching to Vince because Vince is the one who decides whether it goes in or not because Vince is so out of touch with what what is good, I think. Yeah, I, I think... I, I don't know what to say. I mean, have you guys heard the CM Punk podcast? The full no. one? Not it, I mean, it's two and a, it's two hours long. Well, there's two. There's one two-hour podcast, and there's another one. There's an hour bit afterwards. Short, short but, podcast, isn't it? Yeah, man. There's so much to go through in it, and the similarities are incredible. Where Punk's basically going, he's just out of touch. He has no idea what he what's what's good and what's not. He has no idea what will go well for the public. He doesn't care, and he has no idea. And one of these days, it's going to bite him on the ass. And this is this is it now. It's taken this long. Honestly, this could really bite them. Well, it's, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago as well, how the, uh, Triple H and even Steph, from what I've heard, well, Steph, or Steph's what not I've the read, best either. Um, but apparently, obviously, Triple H and Vince are, are, are potentially arguing over what is happening on screen. Because Triple H is going, what is this? Yeah. Well, if you think so, you're Triple H, you've nurtured these NXT. C stars, you've gave them everything. They go and into then, Vince's hands, and then they they get buried because they're not getting cheered. Yeah, like brilliant. Alistair Black, EC3. Alistair Black hasn't wrestled a match since WrestleMania. At EC3's best thing is his is his promos and his character and the way that he talks, the way he interacts with people. Didn't give him a, didn't give him a microphone for three weeks or for, for, since he debuted. We have we haven't heard him speak for a long time. No. And honestly, that uh, just to, just to sort of echo what Smoothman said, give talk that talk is Jericho episode a listen. Everything's good about it except for Chris Jericho's bits. Um, <laughs> because he's he just, <laughs> <laughs> just honestly he's just still going. Mm, yeah, no, 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 it's not mm. just that. He, um, he has I've a, got some cat litter for you. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, Chris Jericho's segues are legendary because because you can. I, I used to listen to his podcast regularly, and you can tell when it's coming because the audio slightly changes ever so slightly to go. Ha, 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 yeah, that's great. Let me tell you about the True Car app. I'm like, oh, you bastard, you got me. But when 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 he switches, I usually am able to hit the thirty second skip on my podcast <laughs> app. But sometimes he just gets me, and it annoys me when he gets me. Going, oh, you bastard, you got me, you fucker. Right, I have to skip I've, it. Now. I, the thing is, I've never really like the only. Talk is Jericho that I've listened to, and this is going to shock everyone. Is the one with Will Ospreay and B Priestley, but um, well, I can't believe no that. way. 
Um, but yeah, I I was like, I didn't hear those bits in it, in it. But then I was like, we're listening to this one, and then all of a sudden it's like, do you have issues with your cats? And I was like, this is an advert. What? <laughs> this isn't. This is new. So this um, podcast episode is sponsored by Power Slam TV. Go and check it out for all your wrestling needs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cut back to normal podcast. Cut back to normal podcast, yeah. Um, Just to finish on John Moxley, it came out not long after that, or maybe before that. Um, The kind of vignette which was happening over New Japan, where there was speculation about who this new wrestler debut was going to be. People were saying Chris Brooks at one point. It is actually John Moxley. So John Moxley is is, a British guy. Cool. Good on him, mate. Um, But yeah, the... It's the promo where he's sat in the bar and he's carving in, in with a knife into graffiti-ing the graffitiing the bar. Graffiti graffitiing the bar. Um, it's John Moxley. He's going to be moving, coming to New Japan, um, and I believe Juice Robinson. He's been yeah. So he's been in the vignette. It shows you him watching a Juice Robinson match. It's come out now that he's going to face Juice Robinson for the U.S. title. Um, I think I've read somewhere. And I've also read somewhere that he's going to be in the G1. Apparently, no, apparently it's um, his match in, against Juice is in the finals of the Best of the Super Juniors, but it's going to be on a two-day date uh, tape today for some reason. No idea why. I know what? Two-day tape delay. Great. So, I'll have it, and then two days later it'll come out. Cool. Um... Did not know that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a bit rumoured that he's going to be in the G1 as well. So, G1, G1, G1. That's going to be interesting. Um, that's it with news, isn't it? That is it That with news. So let's go straight into probably the only thing that I can think about this week and is the main reason why when it got to yesterday and I'd still not to watch Raw and Smackdown, I went, I should probably watch it, but I don't want to. Um, because double or nothing happened on Saturday. Um, I believe me and Jack were the absolute troopers who stayed up to watch it. Matt was at work, to be fair. Matt started watching it, and then I think stopped. No, I, I was at work. Matt was on a night out. Yeah, Matt was a, this, this is the best thing, right? Matt was on a night out, and we were watching the buy-in. So this was the pre the 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 hour pre-show, which had two matches on it. Um, Matt then tweeted us back because he was like, what are you talking about? I'm on a night out. I can't be talking about wrestling. So guess what he goes and does? He goes out to the smoking area in on his night out. I think he was in Plymouth um, and just decides to watch the buy-in in the smoking area on his phone. And then went, do you know what? I've just sacked my friends off. I'm going to go home and watch the wrestling. And then he fell asleep. And then he fell asleep halfway through it, yeah. We love I was him, like, man. you could tell there's a point. I think it's about 2 a.m., 2 or 3 a.m. All of a sudden, you just it's just radio silence from Matt because it's just yeah. me and Jack. So I was a tight ass and didn't buy it, but obviously I um, I, wa- I watched the uh, watched the, the buy-in bit, whatever it's called, the, um, the pre-show. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. I like Orange Cassidy quite a lot. Um, I'm a real fan of him. Uh, <laughs> I, I am a real fan. I've been watching a lot of his wrestling since. I really enjoy him. Um, is that the guy who had his hands in his pockets yes. and then was kicking people not yes. really hard and then everybody was going he, mental? Um, he went viral over Mania weekend, I think, because him and Christopher Daniels both did it. 
both the same slow motion, and I'm pretty sure they had like five minutes of a match, just purely slow motion. <laughs> great. That's incredible. Uh, I, I watched a match uh, between Orange Cassidy and Colt Cabana, where uh, where Orange Cassidy drank a beer the entire match, and it was in slow motion him trying to not spill a beer over. It was really funny. That is. I, funny. I just like little gimmicky shit like that. It was good fun. But I'm getting sidetracked. Um, I watched the rest of it in the morning. I woke up first thing. I borrowed Jack's login. Cheers, mate. Watched it, and unfortunately, as soon because as, I fell asleep at my computer, I do that sometimes, or my, next to my laptop, I woke up, flipped the laptop on, I was like, right, okay, let's get ready to watch it, and the first thing that's on the screen is our DM group, and right at the bottom of the fucking DM group is John Moxley is, all, is, is joining All Elite, I was like, oh, you son of a bitch, no, I fucking missed the spoiler, <laughs> yeah. but it was my fault, I left it open, but hey, look, it was, honestly, I, I went back and I watched the... The important matches. Yes. So with the Casino Battle Royale, the <clears throat> it was very odd seeing five wrestlers come out at the same time. Yeah. The, uh, the first round didn't work very well at all. The rest of it I thought was a lot more in sync, but the first round, not so much. Well, there was a point where Justin Roberts was actually chanting down the, the times with the fans. I think just because they won't really know what was going on. And I, it's very different. We're, we're used to Royal Rumbles now as wrestling fans. But because this is a very different way of doing it, I know you said, what's the point in having them all coming down at the same time? They were just walking together. Actually, there were were little bits where I think it was um, Pillman Jr. and... Two others. Were, Havoc had a fight in, in the yeah, game. there was a bit where they were they were fighting on the ramp and someone they did a double suplex to one person. Yeah. I think it was to Pillman. So they there were bits of that where they're fighting on the way down. No, that was um him and Joey Janella suplex yeah. MJF. That was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think MJF came out first, didn't he? I love MJF. He was, he was, MJF. In, the, um, he was in the first group, yeah. Yeah, he was in the first group. So it was yeah. Tommy Dreamer. Um no, I can't remember. I've lost Damn it. Um, but yeah, Jimmy. Ha- the, match, the match was fun. The concept was a bit trash. I thought. Yeah, Jim Ross. I, like, wasn't, wasn't I liked it because it was Jim Ross wasn't there, was he for that one? Was no, Jim Ross in that one? Uh, no, it was no, just the Mar. Is it Marvez or Mar? Mar- oh, that was um, I- and I Excalibur. As much as much as Excalibur's fantastic on PWG, and I really like that, it's just weird seeing a person, a commentator in a mask and a suit. It re- the I thought it was hilarious. It's just weird. I thought Excalibur was excellent. I was excellent throughout. all night. Oh yeah, it's just weird. Um, the other guy was a bit trash. Like he didn't really know what was going on. He was just promoting trash. <laughs> There was so much um, promotion for ITV4, wasn't there? My there was goodness. loads. There was loads because I was like, half the match was taken up because the screen at the bottom had filled half of it and it just kept saying, ITV box office, bye now. And they shouted out the UK fans a lot. Well, like, yeah. every, every 15 minutes, there was, like, oh, shout out to our um, our UK friends who are staying up to watch it. Yeah. We appreciate you. We appreciate the fact that you're staying up with us. And I was like, do you know My what? God. You know what? They actually value UK fans. Do you want to know why? Why? They need to sell out this pay-per-view. No, no, no. Well, well, yeah, they're they're trying to sell the pay-per-view. I get that. But the thing is, is that ITV4 was the only TV station that was showing it. Mm. Wasn't it? 
because you had because you had Fight oh, TV yeah. and you had all the other ones, but it's being shown mm-hmm. on live TV on ITV4 in the UK, and it was that's the only place worldwide that did it, and it's a, it's a hell of a deal that, and you know going forward, I'm really excited to see what happens here. I, I yeah. re- genuinely am, and I, I've not been this giddy about wrestling for a long, probably since like the last run of NXTs. I was so, I was so pumped before it. I know we spoke last Thursday, me and you, Chris, and we were just like, I didn't think I'd be this pumped for it. It was the and then, documentary that did it for me. And then watching, yeah, watching that documentary and then going, you know what? I need to see this. Yeah. And I don't mind paying money to ITV to do that because if they, if it turns out to be really good, spoiler alert, it was fucking amazing. Um, I'm not bleeping I was you like, out. I, shit, I know, that's so. fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, like, I need to give them money so that they definitely keep wrestling on ITV. Just because if this is going to kick off, we, I want it. Please. I'm genuinely curious to see what the ratings were for the for, for the um, for the ITV four show. I, um, I don't know if it was ITV four, and I don't know if this is like certain. It's just like a rumored number. I don't think we'll ever find out because they're not a public company. So they don't have to show their ratings. No, I, I get um, that. Um, I don't know if it was the whole thing, as a like a whole, like all different streams, but a number was thrown ar- around, like between a hundred and two hundred thousand buys. That's big. Nice. Which is not. It's yeah. It's pretty. That's pretty good. First of a pay per view, but when it's fifty fifty dollars in America, that's a pretty pretty decent pretty decent going really I, I i don't think the money's the main thing about it i think it's just it's the eyes on the product that matters oh, oh yeah and I, i'm certain that the big names that have come in and the big names i i still think there's gonna be bigger people coming i i i genuinely think punk is coming i i honestly do it's in fucking chicago for god's sake double down is in chicago was it double oh, um... All, uh, out. all out, all out, all out. It's it's gonna be punk. I, I I'm sorry, but it is. I wouldn't I I wouldn't care either way. I know I know I know, but it but but it but it's the, it's the name, isn't it? Mm. It's the name, and honestly, it's the by the look of things, it's the fuck WWE. It's the fact that Cody's already admitted that he's burnt bridges that you don't think he's ever going to be able to cross again. We'll get to that. Oh, we will definitely get to that. <laughs> we'll I know that. that. I don't even um, think it was that. I don't even think it was that entrance that did it. I think it was how, the how, factors. how could he burn bridges? Because to a certain former booker, AEW and WWE are partners, and WWE's funding them. Who the oh, f- oh, don't Russo, start with this rumor, you twat! Don't start with this rumor. They're all in Vince Russo. John Moxley's still at work. He's going oh, yeah, back. Yeah, definitely, yeah. He's going to switch between the two, isn't he? Yeah, you fucking wanker. He's still at work, mate. Yeah. Should we, get, should we go back to the Casino Battle Royale? <laughs> so, no, 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 um, but yeah, so Dustin Thomas eliminated Sean, uh, Sean Spears. Oh, yeah, quite a good show, I think. Yeah, which is fair enough. Which, to be honest, with a... Oh, MJF, he, he was savage to Dustin Thomas. And he called him Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, oh my so god! To laugh at that. I was like, oh my god! As if he's just done that. And I was like, actually, it's MJF. He, it's probably it's Kevin do Owens like in a Burberry scarf, and I love it. <laughs> it's Kevin it's, Owens savagery, and I, I love it. So good. Um, Luchasaurus, as we said, had a very good showing. Uh, Tommy Dream was there, obviously. I think just as an extra name, he's not going to be there for the whole thing. I don't think. Or if he is, he'll probably be backstage. Got his um, House of Hardcore. 
stuff that he's doing. Plus, I also think he's still a producer for Impact. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, obviously, we've talked about Orange Cassidy, hmm. uh, Jimmy Havoc, staple gunned um, people. He he took Joey Janela's cigarette and stapled it to his head. However, we didn't see it on TV. Um, that, that that was that, the that, camera that missed wasn't it. intentional. That, no, that, the that camera missed missing, it. But the camera did miss it. One thing that I did like about this is a they're keeping Jimmy Havoc true to his character, mm-hmm. and b they they give they they seem to be giving him a bit of a push. I mean, to be honest, he did he, he was in it for a while, wasn't he? Let's be honest. He was in it till the last. He was the last four. He was in the last four, wasn't he? And yeah, I mean, he eventually got eliminated. Who eliminated him? Uh, yes, so Hangman. we we were we were speculating who number twenty one was going to be, and when when Hangman Page's music hit, I think we all had a collective groan in the DMs and went, "How did we forget about Hangman Page?" Yeah, and then straight away, straight away, I went, "Can I change my fucking main event prediction?" Because <laughs> because because well, there's no way they're going to have Hangman Page versus Omega straight away. That's that's horse shit. They'd never do that. So it's oh, yeah. going to have to be Hangman Page versus. Um, Jericho, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about him because I, I was like, I wonder what he's going to do on the card. And then I heard his music hit in the battle round. I was like, yeah, makes complete shit, makes complete sense. His music yeah. If he won that, he obviously was meant to go over pack. So yeah, I can see why. Great um, different. They did. They did the Rusev Roman Reigns kind of spot though which yeah, I don't but know. They, yeah but they reversed it though didn't they they did reverse it yes so MJF was outside the ring um no was it yeah it was MJF yeah. he, he was he was he was out he was out he went out double he went out of the ropes and was hiding under the ring being a big yeah. MJF bastard absolute lad so yeah hang on page one I really enjoyed the the battle royale um it was very very fun um and Seeing Jimmy Havoc in the last four is always good. So, um, the other buy-in match was Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. I fell asleep um, doing this. I'm sorry. GG's. Um, I thought it was all right. I don't like the fact that Kip Sabian's lost his obviously due to copyright and royalties and all of that. He's lost his Flux Pavilion theme music. But yeah, I kind of wanted Jimmy to come out to his AFI theme, but we knew that wasn't going to happen, was it? You know. <laughs> no, that's true. Um. I really like this, although Sammy Guevara, I didn't like that he came out as a, 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 a fluffy. Is it fluffy? Furry. Furry, yeah, that's it. A fluffy. fluffy. He came, oh, fluffy. oh, that's a, a fluff, right, podcast style. A fluffy. Fluffy. A fluffy. <laughs> I don't know what these things are. I couldn't remember what they were called. I couldn't remember what they were called. It came out of a panda you are definitely one on weekends after you've done with cricket. You put your your fluffy suit on. <laughs> fluffy. For goodness sake. Um, yeah, I thought this was a good match. Very yeah, different. It was, it was a decent um, pre-show match. Yeah, very good. Um, and Kip, um, I'm sorry, but Bleach Report have spelled Kip Sabian's name wrong. Good one. Um, they spelled it Sabian, as in as in Power Rangers. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but yeah, he won. Um, but it was a good match. Then we had the main show, which started with... Um, they did it like being the elite, which I loved. 
because yeah, they did uh, the they did um Kenny Omega sat in the background giving the thumbs up while he sat at a computer and then they played the theme. He did the, he did the meme, didn't he? The, yeah. The meme of the kid. Yeah, so they did the um they did the being the elite theme, they came out. Um what watching Brandy Rhodes dance to being the elite theme is hilarious. Like yeah. go on, love. <laughs> Break it down. Um and then <laughs> then then they were just like that's where they start. The, when when they started this, they started firing shots very early um, at WWE, and I I was like, yeah, they they're not holding, they're not going to hold back when they do their shows at all because they were talking about, about oh attendances. yeah, they talked about everyone attendances, not just WWE, everyone. Does no, that. I know, but they they did it as a, a massive dig. Twenty thousand, twenty thousand people, and they just kept it going with it. But yeah, it was very good, very good start. I liked it. It made it quite funny. Um, it it like cut halfway through, didn't it? For some reason, and then so like the pre-show ended with them in the middle of it, and then the actual show came back, and they were like towards the end of it. It was like, um, okay. No, I don't know. I don't ITVs. ITVs did cut off because it says the new the main show is now starting, like a little double or nothing screen yeah. with that information at the bottom. And then it came back, and they were all stood there, and they they were mid sentence, I think. But they, I didn't miss a lot. But I was like, that's a bit odd. Um, but I suppose because it's a live event, ITV aren't going to know when's what, are they really? No, they're going to have to. Hello, not... Jeff. I mean, again, this this is you know this is the first time you you know we're going to have to expect. There's there to there's going to be teething, yeah. There's going to be teething problems, like camera angles, which we'll talk about at some point. Um, when they come out, because obviously they they had um, two entrance ways where it met in the middle to then go to the main proper ramp. And the cam- you went, mate. It had proper invasion vibes. I love yeah, it did have inv- it did have invasion vibes. But they sometimes when the the wrestlers were coming out of those entrances, they put the, the wrong camera. So the camera was looking at one entrance way, and then the person came out to the other way. <laughs> I was just like. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> but that's like TV, mini teething problems. Um, the first match on the main card was SCU, SCU yeah. versus Strong Hearts. Um, do you know what? I actually enjoyed this. It was quite a nice, quite a nice thing. I enjoyed it. Um, I really liked um, the Strong Hearts as a as a team. Um, Chima's decent. Um, I can't remember what his name was, but the guy who looked like, I think it was Linderman, gave me very much um, Chinese Suzuki vibes. Yeah. Because he had, he looked very, like... Very serious. Very serious. His attire was very similar, where he wasn't wearing, like, knee pads or anything. It was just, and he came out, I think he, was he wearing a a towel over his head as well? Yes. So it was very much like... I've got a few tabs, I've got a few Taz vibes as well with that. Yeah, a bit, bit of both. Um... I thought it was a very, very cool match. It was, um, it was sloppy at times. I don't, I don't think it was a perfect match, but there were certain bits where it was a bit, bit sloppy, or you could tell that they were waiting for something to come in. Um, but I, I enjoyed the match. I didn't think it took anything away from it. Um, but SCU took the win. I think it was after um, Christopher Daniels delivered a tombstone. Uh, and then there was a moonsault, I think, from Kazarian. It was the, 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 it was the best moonsault in the world by Christopher Daniels. 
into the tombstone by Gazarin. Yeah, it was kind of mad, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it's quite mad. Flips, bruv. Yeah, but yeah, they, again, SCU, SCU being put over because they're the buds, aren't they, buddies? SCU. Uh, next was the triple threat. Um, women's match, oh. or was it? Um, so it was supposed to be Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray. Then, after all three of the women were in the ring, Brandy's music came music came out and was very odd. And I was like, "Oh, here we go. It, it, this is. I think this is where. I think this is where Jack put in the DMs to us. They're just pushing their mates again." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because you were going. Brandy's gonna be in this match. Brandy's gonna win it, oh, for goodness' sake. But actually, she's not a very good wrestler. I don't think I've seen her. I've never seen her. Because she wrestled an Impact once, didn't she? And or she was supposed to wrestle for Ring of Honor once or twice as well. I'm sure she's wrestled before. I think she's, she's re- wrestled. she has wrestled. I've just never seen her. Wrestle. She could take a bump, but anyway. Now, um. Yeah, I, I got the whole Steph vibes with this one. With the beginning of it, I thought, like, oh no, here we go. We're going to get a Stephanie McMahon style situation. But yeah, very but interesting she, she, Yeah, she came out and said, I want this match to be awesome. The Miz is um, awesome. <laughs> um, the, only way, the only way I can make this awesome is by introducing somebody else to the match. And this is where I was like, Brandy Rose is going to be in it. But actually, she introduced awesome kong um which got a decent pop to be fair that was a huge pop massive one pop. of the pops of the night i think it's really cool Re- really yeah. cool to get our sort of reaction and um she's an absolute monster and a oh, really yes. good actress yes um this very much changed the complex of the match because when i was predicting this i thought nyla rose was just going to wipe the floor with everybody yeah but obviously, um, but obviously the two big the two the two Biggins take each other out. Yeah, which um, is pretty effective. Pretty much effectively happened yeah. because they were outside the ring a lot. I don't think I saw them in the match Not inside really. the ring that often. Um, you got a feud there, anyway. Yeah, definitely, you got a feud in there. Um, some very good stuff between uh, Kylie Ray and, and, and Britt Baker. Um, I was pretty impressed. I, I genuinely was thinking I've not seen much of Kylie Ray. Um, but this match, I was like, she's just Bailey turned up to a million, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like she cried during her intro, during her uh, her entrance, which I kind of mm. liked. So that, yeah, which she still did that sort of like the smile thing, and the pyre went off, and she had to, and you could see her rubbing her eyes. It looks like she's crying. Mm. Bless her. But yeah, I saw her in the ring. She's like a Bailey that can fucking go. Yes, in like a mega way. Yes, and I was like, I, Bailey I can go. Going. I'm not saying Bailey can't go. I'm not saying Bailey can't go, but Kylie Ray, fucking hell, she what dragon suplexes and fucking deep shit. It was good fun. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it was just a, it was a, just nice to see it because it, it, it's just different. Yeah, but it came, it came up to the end where um, Britt Baker did a nice twisting neckbreaker. Like nice. a fisherman, nice. Uh, it's like a twisting fisherman netbreaker, which was good. Well, uh, drift away. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely similar vibes. I like it. Um, which got a two count, and then we had another near fall from Kylie Ray. So we knew, I knew it was going to be one of these two by this point, and I was just like, 
Oh, my prediction's gone down the pan again. Um, but it, it it turned out Britt Baker won. And I'm fine with that. I was pretty happy with that. She was very good. She's got um, look. She's a very good wrestler. I've got no no qualms whatsoever with her winning that match. Absolutely none. Fantastic match. Mm. Certainly the best women's match we've seen for a while. If you think about it, if you, even if you're looking back to like fucking NXT, it's it's the first decent women's match, proper decent women's match we've seen for a while. Yeah. So, so I, I don't have anything else to really say about that, but it just it I just, don't really. It was it was, it was very, very good. good match. Um. I think it was very on early on in the card, though. In my opinion, just when when we talk about the women's match later, uh, you will understand my reasons why. <laughs> um, best friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Honestly, I've seen best friends once in a New Japan ring when it was Ring of Honor season over in Japan. Knew nothing about Angelico and Jack Evans. I knew of I Jack wanted. Evans and I knew of Angelico. Uh, I I'd seen a couple of best friends matches. They're more comedy wrestlers. So to me, they're comedy style wrestlers usually. And I don't want to put, put you know, you know, put them in a box as you are comedy wrestlers. That's all you do. But that that's what I'm used to seeing. I'm pretty sure that's what a lot of people were used to seeing. And it was very interesting dynamic. We got flippy shit versus comedic shit. And you know, you kind of forget sometimes that these guys can go as well. And, it was and they really were good, really they match. were at times quite serious as well. In yeah, the match, I thought. Um, it's a good bit match. like our truth, isn't it? He's such a comedy act that you forget that he actually he's, go, quite, yeah. he's quite good. Except he's running away from people during a 24-7 fucking belt <laughs> don't, thing. Don't start. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, match. They, their attires were very bright from all of them. <laughs> yes, very um, luminous. Very luminous. But it, it was good. Uh, we've got stuff outside the ring, so like... Um, Sliced bread number two from uh, to Angelico from Chucky, and um, we had Tony DDTs and things like this, and it was it was good. I really liked it. Um, Jack Evans is made of play doh. <laughs> yeah. Manipulate him and he'll go wherever you fucking <laughs> yeah. want. Him. We should we should we should start rating matches. Like if if there's a Spanish fly in a match, it's good. If there's not, terrible match. Not. <laughs> Agreed. Was there a Spanish fly in this match? I don't think so, so it's a terrible Therefore, match. it's a zero from me. <laughs> Shit, Matt. Um, I don't think it was any Spanish flies in the entire double or nothing. We definitely saw one. I don't know who it was from. I can't, I can't remember. remember. We definitely saw one. I think there was one. Because I, I popped. Um, the best friends delivered some sort of doomsday device. Um, one of them took out Angelica at ringside, and then they got the win not, not long after that. Um, they showed a bit of respect. They were obviously doing the hug thing, saying, look, come and... Give us a hug, give us a hug, and they, they weren't doing it. Then we had no lights. Um, my first. Oh, yeah. Nothing's been made of this at all. Not <laughs> that I've seen. Wait, because just... I found out who their names are. Now. Yeah, and I... um, But no, the, di- the lights went off, and I was like, oh, is this going to be Undertaker style shit, or is this, oh, they've turned off the lights by accident? No, I know this is no, Super Smash Bros., isn't it? Um, and it Smash was the Super Smash Brothers debuting with their minions. Yeah, see, the um, thing is, right, is... No, no, nothing about them. I no, know no, no, nothing no. about them. I, I had to look this up. They were... They they are a super babyface tag team on the indies. That That's what they've been labelled as for years. So then to come in as whatever the fuck this was, was different for them. So I, I guess there's just a, a, whole, a whole character change. So, okay. The, the, crowd, the crowd summed it up very, very clearly for me. Who are you? 
um, because no one knew who they were. And then, then they just went away. And then they didn't went away. I guess they're trying to establish some heels for TV because you're not going to get Kenny and Jericho on every week. Or you're not going to get Jericho on TV every week, are you? You're not going to get. You, you might get MJF on TV every week, but you're not going to get Jericho as well. So, so, so you you need to establish some other heels on the on the program. So I guess that might have been what they were trying to do. I mean, it, it clearly didn't work, but hey, it didn't work because no one knew what the hell was going on. Yeah, um, and. They, I think ITV Wrestling shared it, and I watched it, and they tagged the people in it, and I went checked out their Twitters, and I went, still don't know who you are. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. And same here. Um, we then had the triple, not the triple threat, the um, six women tag team match, the Japanese wrestler one. Yeah. Go um, on, let's move on. Go off. Name Slay me. Queen, yes. Yes, <laughs> Queen. I thought it was trash. I genuinely thought it was trash. Um, so it was Hikaru Shida, Riho Abe, and Rio Mizunami versus Aja Kong, Yuku Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura. That's the best I've pronounced those names. It was. It was Ooh. a good. It was. It was a good match, except for Aja Kong, who's very, very much can't wrestle anymore. I think she can wrestle. I said this to Smoothman before. Um, I think she can still wrestle. She just cannot walk. Let alone run the ropes. She can't walk by the looks of it. It's just ruined the match she's completely. Been, she's been around for donkey's years, hasn't she? She's been around for yeah. a long time. But into, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure she's wrestled Paul Nakano. That's how fucking long ago she's been wrestling for. And, you know, it didn't work. It really ruined the match. And then what the bellkeeper bloke was doing, I didn't I fucking Oh, know. botch ring bell, yeah. Watch that ring bell. And I think if you... If you're a proper sweaty Mark and a diehard fan for... And know of these people, you'd have enjoyed it. But for somebody like... I'd heard of... What was the the one beginning with H? Who was on the other team to... Hikaru Shida. Yeah, I'd I'd seen some, some of her work... From those TD uh, TDE wrestling gifts, and she's fucking brutal with the knees and is incredibly fast. So I was like, I'm going to pick her, and I'm glad I did for that reason. Literally, it's the only reason I picked that that team to win was because I'd seen she, she oh, with a running knee. Ashton <laughs> Kong bought a a bin to the ring. Oh yeah, and there was something else as well. One of them was dressed as Freddie Mercury. All right, I like that. And for reason, Aladdin. Um, yeah, everyone was dressed as Aladdin. Uh, yeah, it was it was odd, <laughs> but it happened. And Shida, I, I thought it was a decent match at best. But I mean, let, let, let's let's be honest. You know, not every match is going to pop when it's a full what three four hour show. It was definitely a good change of pace. Yeah, yeah, a toilet yeah. break, if you will. <laughs> it brought the crowd down. Was Cody was next, wasn't it? Yes, so it brought Cody the crowd was... back. It, it, it brought the crowd down a level. In time for Cody and Dustin, and oh my god, yes. So, this match I was extremely looking forward to. Um, Cody's entrance, hmm. he walked out, his music is fire, by the way. I love downstate, this thing. It's the downstate, same thing he's had for years, isn't it? It's the one that he's had since he left WWE, yeah. Um, but Downstate make the best themes, I think. Pay Downstate as much, no, as you um. Want to. Because they Downstate do 
they did the Miz's theme. They did the Miz and they did Ziggler's. And they also did the theme for All In. They also did the riff for um, Seth Rollins' theme as well. Yes, because they've got an actual version of re, yeah, redesign, rebuild, reclaim, which is great. Go and check it out. It's a good song. Um, it's just Seth Rollins' music with lyrics, <laughs> effectively. Um, but yeah, the 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 entrance where he came out, his music here, it came out, and there's a throne, and I went. I went to myself, that looks very Triple H looking. As soon as I saw Brandy go down to the ring and get the sledgehammer, I went, oh, that's Triple H references. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I knew straight I away. I, was like, straight away. I, I saw the throne and I was like, surely if he's going to do this, he'd sit on it. Because obviously his theme is called Kingdom, funnily enough. So I was like, Kingdom, throne. Why is he not sat on it as his entrance? Going back to his theme... It very much suits him. Have <laughs> you heard the lyrics? Yeah, I was listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, it's talking about like fathers and whatnot. Yeah, it and says making um, a change, and there's, oh, a, there's a line where he say, it says, um, uh, "What something about you took, uh, you took my name, or something like that." Yeah, something like that. It's like everything seemed to go with Cody, and it was like, oh, mental. Which was quite interesting. Cause... And I couldn't work out whether it was just a, a, an actual song they made or a song that they've made for him. Because yeah, if, if you told me if you told me that they've made that for him, I would be like, yeah, it makes sense. But then it's a banger, so it could it actually be a song. So, yeah. Um, anyway. So, yeah, as, as Chris rightly said, Brandy goes under the ring, takes out Sledgehammer. Cody walks back up the ramp and takes this sledgehammer to this throne um, and effectively fired many, many shots at WWE and has burnt bridges um, in more ways than one. While Brandy was there shouting, break it down as well. Oh, did, oh, she said break it down as well, didn't she? Yeah. Cody post-match, in his, in his interview post, played it down as like, a, he, he didn't say it was a direct shot at Trips. Uh, and it was like... A, it was something about a throne itself and taking down a throne of some description, but he wasn't aiming it at Trips. I can't remember exactly what he said. Uh, it was Trips' phrone. But Trips it was, of course, but it, it was. Again, Trips was. Again, a, shot, a, a, a swipe at Trips is quite weird because obviously the NXT darling thing. But then at the same time, you're thinking, well, you know, maybe Trips has done uh, done Cody dirty in the past. You don't know. I mean, Cody's always been very, very, very amicable with WWE publicly and has never trashed them publicly. So, he's always said that he loves WWE. Yeah, you know, he, he's not the sort of guy to do that. But over last weekend, he uh, didn't hold back. It's the least. Mm. Um, so after that, we then had, obviously, Dustin's entrance. They shared the ring. They, they, they shared the ring together at the start. And my God, that was, that was lumping throat. Oh yeah, even I, I was nearly going at six I was like, in the morning going oh, this is this is like the start of the match. We haven't even got to the end yet. What what why am I why, why am I nearly crying? It, it, <laughs> it, it was weird in the sense that I mean I would have loved to have seen it live with all of you guys and in Twitter, but the vibe I got from the start was Cody was very much playing heel in this match. Yes. Which oh, yeah. which was a bit of which I I mean but at the same time did you want Dustin to play heel? Because in the in the pre-match, uh, in like in like the day before, you had you had you had him coming out with a t-shirt saying Dustin's uh, Dusty's favorite uh, during his pre-match 
Oh, it's Starcast. It's Starcast. That was it. Yeah. So, you know, that was I. You know, unquestionably a heelish thing. But I guess with this, they're just blurring the lines between the two now, and they're like, well, you know, we'll just do what we want during the match. Fuck it. Yeah. Um. It started off relatively slow, I'd say. Um, But it built nicely. We had, um, like, I think Dustin did a senton and took Cody out, and the crowd just went, like, you still got it, mate. You you can go. Um, And This is probably Cody's best ever match, and it just so happens to be with, uh, how old's he? 50-odd-year-old bloke? Mm, Yeah, he's 50, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. It was. A... The... Sorry, go on. It was just. It... I wanted to see how it played out, and it was yeah, very much. Cody was the heel. Brandy was getting involved. Um, Brandy Stephanie... Spear. Brandy Spear. Stephanie McMahon wrote. Yeah. yeah, but I'm. I'm not being funny. That spear was fucking lethal. She rolled the... through it and everything. It was an she awesome looking. Was it the bionic spear? I think because of because she's got a. I think she's got a metal plate in her shoulder now. Because you had a yeah. shoulder injury, yeah, and so I think they call it the bionic spear because it, it was almost like a, it was a like, Bobby Lashley spear because she because Lashley does a spear where he rolls through afterwards, mm-hmm. does a sort of forward roll, and she fucking forward rolled the bastard out of that one. And yeah. good old Earl Hebner, Earl Hebner decided not to just you know DQ it. Was it no DQ match by the way? No, so he just didn't just, bother DQ. I just went nah, just get. He out. just fancied to fucking twitch his legs some more. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Get over your hatred of Earl Hebner. And yes. Then, <laughs> yes, you don't like Earl Hebner's leg. We get it. I, 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 <laughs> he kept saying it in the. He, he, every time he did it in the Twitter DMs, it was like, oh, he's done his leg thing again. <laughs> Not again. Oh, that's three times in a row. It's like, just uh, chill just out, Jack. Don't do it. <laughs> you just see you just see him moving. It's like, oh, that's not the finish of the match, is it? Yeah. Cheers, mate. Well, don't um, look at him then. Yeah, that's true. How can that's I not? The bit bit that kind of had us all a little bit divided was the the blood, I think. I wasn't divided. We all agreed that... I'm sure Jack was against it when it first happened. We all agreed that blood enhanced it more, but it's just the fact that because it was such a botched blade job and it was like Eddie Eddie Guerrero esque fucking blade job. Yeah. To be fair, no, it, no. Eddie Guerrero uh, wasn't a blade. Eddie Guerrero didn't blade. He got cut open he, by the No, it, it, pretty sure it was. Um, yeah, they it was a blade. That wasn't, no, Eddie it was a blade. wasn't a blade. What, what? What with the chair shot? That wasn't a blade. One against JBL. Yeah, that wasn't a blade. He just got cut open by the chair. Well, and this was worse, and this was a blade job. So it says how much how botched it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, yeah, um, it was very much a blade job, and it, it just, all went a bit iffy. I'd, if it was like a bit of blood, like. A bit um like covering his face a little, but not fucking dribbling well, like onto Sullivan the mat. Style, but I like that. I like more than that, like, but not like dribbling onto it. the mat. It's fucking horrible. I like how they called it in the match though, because they then played on it because of how much blood there was. Well, there yeah, was bits, he didn't see because there was fucking... bits where Dustin was actually it, it was obviously he knew what he was doing. Because he was missing on purpose, but massively. Blinded. But it shows you that, oh, look, he's blind. He can't actually see. And it made it a little bit more real. He's legally blind. Uh, I'm legally um, blind. But there's also a bit where he, he's, he's covered in blood. <laughs> and somehow can, Sorry. He's covered in blood and somehow can deliver a pitch perfect um, 
what they call it. Roll, roll through slam. Yeah. Oh, what you're on about, yeah. And Andy I was like, man, that is... It looked a bit off. Good. That looked off. It didn't to me. I it thought looked it looked off sick. at the time. And well, the commentators were certainly flummoxed by that. Oh, uh... I mean, Joe was flummoxed by a lot of things, but we'll get to that. <laughs> he, he got people's names wrong, so... Um... Bless him. <laughs> Bless him. Just but stay yeah... Behind, just, stay, just stay in creative, mate. <laughs> Did he... Get... Oh, the main event, JR was like, on point. Oh, JR was on fire during the I'll main event, him, but I'll you don't need him that. in a four-hour show, man. You just don't. No. The no the blood spot, did that come from him hitting the corner? I the, don't know. Exposed thing? Because if it was, it still had some padding on it. <laughs> so, but, uh, I was like... Huh? All right, okay, fine. <laughs> but either way, right, to, to me, the, the it, I, I don't want to see... You know, blood in every fucking match. This isn't CCW death matches, for God's sake. No. There's only blood in every match, but but in some matches, in the right circumstance, when the, when the situation requires it, absolutely. Jimmy Havoc matches. Just for example. just don't just don't botch the blade drop. No, he didn't need that much. But then at the same time, you know, if it was affecting him that much, he could have put a towel and just gone and gone back to work. Yeah. But 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 then but then it made the hugs more real at the end because Cody's covered in dust and blood. Mm-hmm. And oh, just the feels, man. The, feels. the amount of near falls as well. I mean, one well, they weren't near falls with did... Rob Hebner's leg, but you know, <laughs> you fucking can't. The one thing I found really strange was Hebner didn't put any gloves on. It's like obviously there could be a lot of dealers going on, like hepatitis and whatnot. I'm not being funny, like to Dustin's... not put blood on. Mm. If you know yeah, Dustin's but... past, it's it wouldn't surprise me. Dust, Dust, Dustin, <laughs> Dustin's had a lot of drug issues and a lot of alcohol issues up until sort of the last sort of ten, fifteen years where he's got clean and stuff. But you know, Dustin's never hidden behind this. He's 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 had a lot of a lot of issues, and he's you know he's had a lot of demons. Yeah, just to not just be a bit precautious and put a pair of fucking rubber gloves on. Well, I was not far from too... dying anyways. It doesn't overly matter that much, I guess. <sighs> His legs need to die. Um, yeah, so there was lots of near falls if you watch the wrestling and not the referee's leg, Jack. Um, and I was just like, oh, yeah, in the middle of your screen, like having a fit. How can you not see it? <laughs> because because it, go, I, man. it was in the zone, mate, watching the wrestling. Um, but yeah, it was very good. Lots of near falls. And then I don't know if. The finish was une- like it wasn't ex- unexpected. It just seemed to be like out of nowhere, and I was like, "Is that it? Is that?" The I finish? think it, probably because Dustin was losing a hell of a lot of blood. They were like, "Okay, let's kind of." It was probably the right time to end. It's like let's not do anything a bit strenuous. Let's just hit a couple of crossroads, bish bash bosh, yeah. make you look strong, even though you're fucking lost. Like. Oh. Didn't he tell him to call a crossroads wrong as well? That Because Goldust, what he did, like a, a lifting, it was almost like a brain buster, a swinging brain buster or something. I don't know what it was, but but he kept calling it a crossroads. And said, that's not a crossroads. No, because a crossroads is like... Is the, that, it's, 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 it's head behind arched and switch over, yeah. Get Tracy and show us... Um, his, uh, <laughs> yeah, she'll be filled. She'd love that, yeah. Um, but then after the, yeah, after the match, we've got, like... Dustin was crying and like he was welling up. You've got look, yeah. Cody got a microphone. And says, "Look, I don't. You don't get to retire here. You don't get. You don't get that because I have. A, I have to ask you a favor." 
Um, he then asked him um, that he's got a match at Fight for the Fallen against the Young Bucks. And he says, I don't need a partner. I don't need a friend. I need my older brother. And my God. It was the way he's like. All crying. Because he was crying. I don't, need a yes. I don't need a partner. Fine. I don't need um, a friend. Fine. And then he just. He just crumbled when he said, I need an older brother. It was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, mate, I love you. I think I tweeted, is anybody else crying? Ask him for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that, that was oh, a feels moment. But then at the same time, when he's letting him out of the ring, I was so convinced he was going to fucking crossroads him. Similar to what he did to Kenny Omega, I was so convinced he was going to fucking do it in my mind. Oh, don't. But, but then at the same time, I, I, I kind of wish Dustin got a bit more spotlight at the end. Uh, because you know the the ring should be Dustin's to get clapped off for that performance. If he's not a tyrant, then yeah. But at the same good. time, he should be clapped off either way. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's that's just nitpicking. If it, was, if it was a if he was actually retiring, then yeah, yeah, let him soak it up for a little bit. But... To me, very close to match of the night on the basis of emotion and yes. emotion. Emotion draw. Emotion is what really Story gets me. Scoring and emotion within oh, a match definitely was hell. match of the night. I, in my opinion. Um, we then had um, a bit of an interlude where we got the presentation of the new AEW Championship. With Jack Whitehall. From With Jack Whitehall, of all people. Um, apparently, he's a massive wrestling fan. Yeah. I mean, when did that come out? I, I didn't know that was a thing. No, I didn't. I and apparently, he's... But, but, I mean, but, I mean, after looking at the... Um... Uh, the YouTube channel and things like that. He's done interviews with Tony Khan, interviews with Cody Rhodes, yeah. and they're very much. So he's very much involved, and fair enough. If that's what he wants, you know, go is he going to be their backstage reporter? <laughs> that's weird. Going to be there. Going to be there. Hi guys. He's too pop. It's a bit like he's, he's a bit like watching Radzi. <laughs> Good old Radzi. Oh, Cringe best. Have him interviewing fucking Dave Master. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're on Blue Peter. Jog on. <laughs> um, the title. Um, the title. What do you think to it? I think it was very nice. Well, we didn't fucking see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to see. But I mean, yeah. after after watching Being the Elite, mm. you get a real close up of it, and you see Nick Jackson wearing it. It's 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 really quite cool the whole idea that Nick Jackson that they're all just shooting the shit in their in their hotel room Nick Jackson Nick Jackson's just, wearing it he's just wearing it he just doesn't take it off yeah it's like, I'm not taking it's the only time I'm ever going to get to wear it if we ever bring the quiz back that's going to be a question who was the first ever AEW champion Nick Jackson Nick Jackson <laughs> he was but, the first to wear it yeah, yeah and it, it, like it, it, it looks really nice I really like it um I think we we were trying to Pinpoint what it reminded us of in the DMs, didn't we, Jack? We were it's like, like WCW belt, isn't it? <laughs> no, we worked out it's, it looks uh, very, it's very similar shape to the Impact's knockout belt. Who fucking cares about that? It's, I just think it looks cool. one of the best women's division, mate. I just think it looks cool. It does look, it look, look well, it's fucking, let's compare it to the 24 7 belt. <laughs> Which has the Velcro back, by the way. We can't. We can't. Velcro back. Don't get me started on the Velcro. (sighs) Um, But yeah, the um, this I the bit only bit that I didn't like about this was having loads of people come out and interrupt because at the end of the day, it's a presentation. 
be got MJF come out and cut the best promo he's ever fucking cut. In his oh, life. the fact that he called Hangman Page Sea Biscuit. Oh, the, the when when he was like, Brett, watch out! There's a fan behind you. Like, that's <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. It's so good. I, I love it. I, I love it. He's um, so he's so honestly MJF. Oh, I love him. And then we had Jungle Boy and Jimmy Havoc come out and escort him off the premises. Escort him off the premises, and yeah, the fact that um, Jimmy Havoc got main show TV time as well makes it's me big. He's he's oh, gonna give him TV time, and it's gonna be awesome. And there's a and I mean. Actually, maybe not. Uh, there, there may be a little bit with Joe Janela coming up, I get the feeling, but I think Joe Janela yeah. might be distracted now. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I forgot and about then, that. And um, then Bret Hart fell off the stage. <laughs> I didn't Jesus. see that. Yeah, Ross was tweeting about that, wasn't he? Well, Ross saw that, apparently. He, um, he didn't look in the best of shape. He looked, he looked like he was limping. So He's an old man. Had what two heart attacks now? And and the like, fact that he got attacked by a yeah. fan recently probably. And Goldberg all those years ago, he was next. Not That's true. He got his own back with a steel plate after Goldberg spilled him. Mm. WCW law, we love it. It's not illegal. Yeah, exactly. Um, next match: the triple triple A World Tackle Tag Team Championships: Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Um, World Tackle Match. Yeah. It was good. I thought this was match of the night. Match of the night. I genuinely did. This is this is this this is where I'm gonna make a massive half. This is where I'm gonna make a comparison between tag team wrestling on WWE and tag team wrestling here because they are a million miles apart. Can I just interject here very quickly? Yes. Tag team wrestling on NXT two years ago is very close. You got American Alpha, uh, American Alpha, and the Revival, or and DIY. Those tag teams back then yeah. in NXT are the only thing that comes even close to this match. It's just insanity. Oh, just Sarah Miero. Oh my god. I I I was yeah. literally the moment the moment that I'd he seen him. himself, which is fantastic. Yeah, he yeah. Penta survived. Um, Phoenix watching, didn't die for your sins for a change. <laughs> watching, they they were over, weren't they? The they're, they're over everywhere. They're they? over everywhere. Right? This is the first time I've actually watched a match of theirs, which is all the way through. Like I've only seen bits, like like you say, on gifs on the internet or looking at being the elite. I've never actually watched a full match of I've theirs. Watched them so when I watched Slammiversary. They were both in separate matches, so. Um, Phoenix was against uh, in a fatal four way with like John Morrison, someone else, and someone else. I can't remember. Um, and then Penta was against what's his name, Sammy Callahan, in a death match. Oh, oh, um, is that where it made him bleed through his mask? Because I think I saw bits of that. Yes, I f- yeah, I think so. That's kind of grim. And, and um, Penta um, hit a nail into his forehead. Oh yeah. Um, so I've I've never seen them in a tag match together. So this was the first time. But they're fucking they're good in singles action, and they're fucking even better in a tag match. Fair enough. There's so many spots. I don't think I can name them all. There, oh. there was a destroy. I think there was a destroyer on the apron. I think 
Yes, there was. There was there was a double Canadian destroyer because there was one there and then there was one in the ring straight afterwards. Yeah, there was a bit where um, Phoenix did that. Um, he was holding Nick, who was like, "Oh, that was insane!" On the and road. he was jumping on the ropes. So he like, was jumping on the ropes. He jumped from the top to the middle. He then jumped over. He then did a, I think he did a super kick midair to Nick, and then to Matt he did a hurricane runner. I think. Oh. I was like, ah, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like oh, spot after spot after spot. Um, and then um, pile driver, gory special combos. Oh Matt Jackson God. did that pile driver onto the top turnbuckle off the top rope. Oh my God. I thought he somebody. Oh yes, of course. I get do, we, do we know what their new move is? Because they were practicing a new move in being the elite. Do we know what that was? I can't remember. They probably okay. did it, and I didn't. I was just too much in awe of everything yeah. else. I think I, I missed it. But I was, I was like, the Lucha Bros are going to win this surely, and then they didn't. And they didn't. No. I was like, no. Um, but I suppose it doesn't really make too much of an issue because obviously AAA are in a partnership with AEW. So it's not as if it's the end of the world for them, I'd say. Keeping it on the young books. It keeps this feud going, I'd say. Well, hopefully. After what we just saw, like, hopefully we get at least one more match. It's the fact that they've got... The young books have got a move called the Meltzer Driver. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love that. Oh, it's, yeah, it was so good. And I think... I don't want this to like sound like as if it takes me it takes away from the main event, but I was Are you alright? <laughs> what? What have I missed? But Chris and Jack are absolutely creasing while I'm trying to have a conversation <laughs> about actual wrestling. We're trying to record a podcast it's here. Not <laughs> what have I actually missed? We can't the podcast. It's not, it's not. It's not podcast friendly. Check the DMs. It's not podcast friendly. I'm broken. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. <sighs> As you were, I'm so sorry, but I'm really sorry. I, I sent it to the DMs group, and I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I should have waited. Until, like, it's just, I, I, it made me laugh, and I saw Jack's reaction. That <laughs> just, just killed me. I'm really sorry. So it's, as you were, uh, Smith, and I'm very sorry. It's not safe not for podcast for consumption. Um, oh my god. I, I, yeah, I think because this obviously being, it was what about quarter past four? Yes. I think in the morning when this match had finished. And the amount of spots and how intense it was, I was at the point where I think this completely wiped me out. For oh, the God, it must have been draining for you guys. Jesus. I was wiped out. Of the, um, you said at the start of the Omega-Jericho match that you were, like, struggling. I was, I, yeah, I sent, him, I, sent him a, um, I sent him a tweet and I just said, look, I am struggling right now. <laughs> I, am, I am so... I just couldn't get into the start of the Kenny Chris match. Um, and I was also sleeping downstairs. So I was like, got the sofa bed ready. So then I didn't have to worry about doing that at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, I was like, I'm going to start falling asleep. I can't fall asleep because I might miss something. Yeah. And if I'd have fallen asleep and I'd have missed the ending, I think I might have 
Yeah. The, the only sad thing about this is no one really talks about the Kenny and Jericho match, which was a good match. <laughs> yeah, I I said this to Jack earlier. I don't think it was their best. No, no, it wasn't their best. The best, and I don't know. It just it didn't feel like a main event, which is strange when you say Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. That's like mm. main event caliber, obviously. Yeah. But not not a fan of Kenny Omega's new theme. It was trash. Um, I did enjoy Y2J's um, entrance. Oh, it's all right in it. No, I mean like the entrance itself, where oh the. the yeah, you had the yeah. list of Jericho at one point. You had um, him with the light jacket. You had the Lionheart at the start yeah. as well. So it shows like the evolution of Chris Jericho. Because obviously, when he's outside of WWE, he's very much he's he's had to revolutionize his character and develop his character so much yeah. over time that he's come it's up genius. with absolute amazing characters. He's an absolute bell end as a person, and his podcast is mainly him plugging things. But honestly, him as a wrestler and the, the, in terms of the business, he's a fucking genius, isn't he? Let's be honest. Uh, if anyone wants to sponsor our podcast, hmm? we'll, we'll happily plug anything on the podcast if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, absolutely. Cat, you know, we're, we're, cat litter. We'll, we'll I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's just, it's just, it's just Jericho segues where we all go, "Ha, oh, your depression." <laughs> well, let's we'll get on talking about your depression in a minute. But first, let me tell you about the True Car app. I'm like, oh. Fuck. You got me again, you son of a bitch. By now, millions in shops, bubblegum flavour. Yes. <laughs> it's the first thing that I could find in front of me, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's very hard to talk about this match without talking about the ending because the ending is so, so out there and so, oh my God, it's happened. Um, Inside the match as well, we've got code breakers, near falls, Jericho actually won with his new move, which was teased in like the promo packages or in the, the Judas Elbow or something. I think it's called Judas Elbow or Judas Effect. Judas Effect. I, I, I want to point I, out right, the, the the Judas as his theme song is fucking awesome. I really like it. Yeah, just saying as you were. Um, but the finisher was definitely out of nowhere, but it didn't feel like a finisher. No. Um, the it reminds me is... a hell of a lot of Cena's. Finish it. Yeah. Yeah, I think when Obviously I was a little real because it's a fucking elbow and not a punch to the shoulder. Um but it just yeah, it didn't feel like a proper finish. Well it was odd. Especially after a code breaker. Mm. He did a code breaker, he gets up. But then it but the th- the thing the thing with that move, I guess it's something that he can hit out of nowhere like that, boom. Yeah. And 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 it's one you can do very quickly during a promo. I just devastate someone. Like yeah, but I don't think you can't have it as a finisher, though. Yeah, it can. It can work if it's done right. Then yeah, bit like the woman's right. Really. Bit like a woman's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see where you're coming from. Um, so at the end of the match, there's a promo. Um, I think Kenny Omega actually broke his nose in this match. Early on as well. Very early on. Um, yes. But after the match, obviously. Jericho's been obviously going on all the time about I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I've made all this happen. It's all because of me. Um, I never get a thank you from Matt, Nick, or Kenny, or Cody, or the Khans. I want to thank you. I want to thank you from you, the fans, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, I heard this, oh, like a ripple. 
a little ripple, and I was like, it, you know, it reminded me of. You reminded me of Adam Cole's debut on NXT. Mm. You, you get, you get the, you, 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 hear, you hear a few shouts, and then the, the, it just builds and builds and builds and builds. It's like, oh, I mean, obviously, I knew what it was because of the fucking spoiler. And then the pop. You just see like each row of fans just turning their heads, and then the next yeah. row would turn their head, and then the next row, and it's just like, what's happening here? When I was watching it, I was thinking, pack. To start with, I don't know why. Well, I said in the DMs, and I was like, nah, that's not that's not the end, and Mox is definitely coming out. Yeah, and when you said, because I thought, at the first, I was like, oh, if something's going to happen, who's it going to be? And then when you said, it's going to be Mox, I was like... I don't know. What about Pack? Maybe. Who knows? And then when I saw Mox, I was like, "Oh my god, he's called it." I hate you. Um, but my god, that reaction! And this is what and John Moxie lives for that reaction, that wrestling where he comes out and gets the pop of a lifetime. This is the pop that he should have had when he returned from WWE. Yeah, instead he got a cheesy feed line from Seth. Exactly. And this, listening to the podcast this week with Jericho made this, made me, made me realize, oh my God, this is what should have happened, um, is his reaction. And my God, I was like, I was having to be quiet because it was 5pm in the morning, but I was going nuts on the inside. I he was, was like, my God. I and he's know. unhinged. Because he attacked like, Jericho, the ref, Kenny, fucked Kenny. Oh, they. The, I was like, why is the? Why? <laughs> you do when you see like entranceways, and you go, ah, oh, I like the, I like the chips. Um, it makes it look aesthetically pleasing. And then you see him get climb on top of it and do a Death Valley driver off the top. I was like, oh, that's why they're there. <laughs> <laughs> Planted, love it. Um, but my god, the ending, like, just that as a finish. Gay, Matt, like signature comes up, finished, done, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, love it. I, I was like, "I can't sleep now." Wow. Well, no, because I still had two hours of work to do. You know, when 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 I got up and was watching, you were still up, weren't? Someone was still up. I was talking to Jack a bit. I'm pretty sure someone was still me, awake. Yeah. I went to sleep about half five. I was. I must have been up by then. Because um, I didn't finish work until seven o'clock, so it must have been me. Yeah. I'm trying to find when it was all happening. It wasn't. It wasn't me because I think I went. I tried to get to sleep as as early as quickly as I could, just because I knew mm. I'd be absolutely knackered. But <clears throat> yeah, I. What a pay per view though! It had its it had its teething problems, and it had bits that I thought, "Man, this is a bit naff." But ninety five percent of it was fire. Yeah. I think, I think any promotion would want something nearly as good as that for their first pay per view. Not, not, not even dream about something as good as that, but nearly like free half of what that was, and they'll be happy with that. But mm. so to have a that caliber of pay per view, it, it might be a bad thing. It might mean that the rest of the pay per views have too much hype, and then they might have bad shows and whatnot. But to have this as your first pay-per-view and be how good it is, and yeah, fair fucks. Yeah, GG's, man. And I'm... So the next one's Fight for the Fallen, which is not long no, ago. No, it's fight, Fighter Fest. Oh, Fighter Fest. That's quite... That's We've got quite... we got two right next to each other, I believe. 
Fighter uh, Fest is on the week before Stomping Ground. Is it? A week after Stomping Ground. Week after Stomping Ground. And then Fight for the Fallen is the nineteenth of July or something like that. So there's only like a few weeks in between those two. Basically, oh, wow. there's two AEW ones in between two. So we've got Extreme WWE Rules and Fight for the Fallen in the same week. I think yeah, Fight for the Fallen's on the Saturday. Extreme Rules is on Sunday. Mad, and I like that they're on a Saturday because if they happen more frequently, I might be able to stay up. My Sundays might disappear <laughs> very quickly, but yeah, I. I'm, I'm trying not to get too excited too early in case the next one's, f- like, awful. Well, like I said earlier, I don't think these next two are, like, proper big pay-per-views because, well, obviously, Cody and Dustin versus the Young Bucks isn't, like, a storyline match. It's just, like, an exhibition match, isn't it? And that's happened at uh, Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Um, we're having a six-man tag match with uh, the Elite and the Young Bucks and Kenny versus the Lucha Bros, and it was supposed to be Pac, but apparently Pac's not being involved. We probably should have added that to the news. Pac's contract status came out and said that he's not going to be in All Elite for a little bit. Yeah. Um, So I I think All Out is going to be the next big... I think that's the last pay-per-view before before yeah. the TV deal starts or the first pay-per-view while the TV still starts hmm. um, you gave double or nothing star rating wise can't find it, is it again? Uh, yeah, four and a half stars similar to NXT TakeOver New York so yeah. if not quite five stars like you said TV problems but and there's always going to be problems. They're, they're wrestlers, they know a little bit about the production value, what goes into making a show. But I think because it's the first time they've ever had to do it, you're going to find TV problems like camera angles not quite in the right place, like holding the title up and not being able to see it because the camera's looking the wrong way or Bret Hart's looking in the wrong way. Like just dumb things like that. Um, yeah. But for for match quality, it was up there. Definitely. For um, just... I don't know if they've overdone it with the, like, reveals or surprises and swerves um, in this one. Obviously, you've got Awesome Kong. You've had the little bit about Hangman Page. I know that's not a massive kind of swerve, but John Moxley is a, sta- is a good statement to go, look, this guy was WWE, we've got him now. You you better take note because we're we're competition. Like people were thinking, and I, I know Chris would say this as well. We were thinking it's not gonna take off. WWE is gonna be the leader. Um, as always, AW might not even be that much of an alternative. Um, but now if you turn around and said AEW is going to be an alternative to WWE and maybe be at the same level. Um, I'd, I'd say, yeah, you know, give it a year. And if they keep going with their momentum, they could 
be a massive player in this industry. And it's just, they they love wrestling. That's what they've done it for. They've done it for the wrestling. They've not done it for, for money, like you've said. I just think, give it a year, see how it goes. If anything, like double or nothing's to go by, we're in for a good ride, I think. Certainly. Um, see what happens when the TV deal. Yeah, and that's goes. and that's another thing. A lot of people have been saying, "Look, this was a four-hour pay-per-view show that you've had time, time to kind of plan for, and get everything match-wise in the right place and get the people in that you need." What happens when they start doing weekly shows where they have to do the writing every week? Um, there's going to be a bit. It's like with any show. There's going to be bits that you they're going to try and get everything for everyone, aren't they? Yeah. Be stuff that we hate is going to be stuff that we love. Um, at the end of the day, if the rest, if there's more focus on wrestling, I think that'll be the better, the better thing, but you never know, do you? Fingers crossed. Indeed. Shall we get on to raw and SmackDown this week after that? It's like a massive come down, isn't it? <laughs> For me, and I said this at the start. Fucking bother. Should we just not do it? I said this. this Should we talk? Shall we? Shall we talk about Brock? Yeah. Brock's funny. The end. Brocky boombox. Brocky party. I laughed every minute. But it's not not a boombox. It's a whatever. Seth Rollins. I laughed at every second of this, and I am the problem. I know. So did I. I thought it was really I funny. Just, it was, it was really... have some actual character for a fucking change. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't know the fact he had an EA to cash in his money in the bank as well. Just... Well, he just slapped up poor Henry. <laughs> yeah. It just shows you, like someone literally tweeted, it just shows you that he doesn't know anything about the product. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, he's never there. Be. That's how it should be. Hey, he's been three weeks in a row now. I know. Like, I think fire. I said this to to Chris last week, I think now that AEW's a thing and because TV ratings are down, we'll see Brock a lot more. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even mind. As, as long as, as, long as think... it's for a good reason, then yes. Yes. Should we talk about the bad? Shane McMahon. No. No, no, I, I honestly, I don't care. Seriously, and the fact, that, and the fact that we didn't have a wrestling match for nearly an hour on oh, Raw. That pissed me off. No end. And the fact that Drew McIntyre's career is now officially dead. I, I, I honestly don't care. Seriously, Come. any response from about about this week's Raw SmackDown when we met with I don't care. Almost like your New Japan reviews. It really yeah. is. Yeah, right Should we talk about that instead? <laughs> oh, fuck off. I'm joking, Chris. Um, he hasn't even about, watched any of that. Firefly Funhouse? Can we talk about that? What? Do you care about this? What? Five oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that was all right, wasn't it? But even he's, then... now got a, he's now got a plastic plate version of his mask. Great, cool. cool. The one all thing right. I loved about it was, you know, the the, the limbo, limbo stick, and they clearly they clearly just purposely got two kids who were just completely the wrong height. Yeah. So like one kid's holding it up, and the other kid just around its waist, like. Apparently, his, his persona is now called The Fiend. Yes, that was it. The Fiend, that was it. The Fiend. And apparently, he was arguing... There was like... It didn't really look like an argument, but it was between him and Abby. Um, where Abby was he like... called her a bully. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Apparently, oh, that was he's also a doctor. Because they, they referenced her being dead, like her being in limbo. Yeah. And let and ah, he said, just let yeah. just let me rest and whatnot. Well, yeah, I forgot about that. So, so it's a, <laughs> it's a very clever, subtle hint. Let's just make sure that Vince doesn't get anywhere fucking near it, and that's it. Yes. Um, oh, something oh, by, that way, Vince... Ty, by the way, just quickly, did you know Tyler Breeze is actually officially NXT talent from now on? Yes! I thought he was anyway. That's why no, he's facing no, no, green. No, no, no. Tri- Trips has confirmed that Tyler Breeze is officially cast the NXT talent. That will oh, save that man's career. Oh, good. Good. Anyway. Should, that, we talk about something that, should we talk about something that Vince is definitely part of? What? The electric chair segment. Oh yeah. See the thing is, right, the electric chair thing itself was dumb, but but I'm 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 certain that they were they were not plants in the crowd. They weren't plants. I think they were no, fed they were. questions, but and, they and, definitely were. And I'm not being funny, right? That was a bold move. The, you 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 give a random fan in the crowd a fucking hot mic. I mean, hey, I mean, dub. even that, hey, even, that even that little kid was about to spit some fire in response, and she got shut <laughs> she down. just yeah, Charlie Car- is it Charlie Caruso. It wasn't Charlie Caruso. It was Kylie. The other Sorry, one. Ah, yeah. oh, I forgot her name. She's just like, no, you're not having yeah, that. Fuck. She was like, had a big broad smile, like, <laughs> fuck off, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then they like quickly children. cut. They quickly cut the cameras away. Like, no, it didn't happen. But I, him dropping the AEW was funny. I was like... Out, out the blue, wasn't it? No one out the blue. It. Vince hates it, obviously. That's come out this week, yeah, I think. I'm, I'm sorry. But... It's, it must be a Vince thing. Like It's a Vince thing. Sammy, Sammy, uh, Sammy? Sammy would have been future endeavoured by now. It was Sammy's reaction. He'd, he'd, he'd have been tight. He would have Honestly, he would have been tight as O'Neill if that happened. Sixty day yeah. suspension. I don't think anyone told Corey because Corey was like, "Oh, oh, oh. Corey was <laughs> trying to save it, wasn't he?" No, I genuinely don't think it was a Vince thing. No, I don't. No, I don't because if I, well, well, I would... we'll find out next week if Sami Zayn gets put in a dumpster again or something, or, or we'll find out if El Generico starts appearing on AEW quite soon, then we'll know why, innit? I'm being the elite. Um, no, because he's already the... been in one, hasn't he? Yeah, I know, but that's in the background walking path. That that's not like a full on fucking in one. Still the, thing, the thing why I think this isn't a Vince thing is because the Corey Graves where he was like, I need to sort this out quickly and the fact that Seth Rollins' music hit not long after it. Uh, it, it because I was like I I, I, I was trying to do my Vince Vince McMahon impression, I go, hit his music, damn it, get him out there, get get him out there, go. We don't want any crap. I think Vince. I think. I think what happened is Vince greenlighted it, and then it fucking backfires because, like, the search engine um, results, like AEW, skyrocketed yes. on Twitter and Google. Yes. Absolutely went mental. Um, do you want to talk about the twenty four seven title and then we finish? No. Cool. Um, Velcro Velcro, Velcro straps, isn't it? Um, quick, quick, yeah. Should we talk about it? I have not watched NXT this week, so it's up to Jack, probably. I've slept since then. Cool, <laughs> Shida and Gulak had a very good match. It just shows how Kashida needs, needs to have a guy his own size. 
his own size there. It was a fantastic technical bout, really tactical. Excellent. Good. I I completely forgot Kashida and Drugu that was this week, so I need to go and watch that. Um, Mia Yuma versus Bianca Belair. That was an awesome match as well. Fair enough. Um, and then Only Lock and Danny Birch versus the Forgotten Sons. Last about three minutes. Cool. Is this because it's setting up the... Uh, yeah, like um, Street, Fro- Street Profits came down and then Undisputed Era came down. So is it and, definitely a ladder match then? Yes, 100%. Splendid. So, NXT predictions, because I completely forgot during this podcast that that was still happening. Um, So, there's five matches on the card. Um, The first one is Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Oh, yeah, I need predictions, isn't I? Shit, hang on. I haven't done mine. I'm just doing mine on the... I'm just doing mine on the... Jackie's up first. Jackie, one point's up first. Jackie, one point is up first. I'm going to go for Matthew Riddle. Um, reasoning behind this. Um, <laughs> he lost He lost to Velveteen Dream, so I think he needs to pick up a win. Cool. Chris? I Chris? have no context. Chris, just Chris, help me out here. I, I, I literally have no context for this. Uh, I'm I'm going to say that Matt Riddle's going to win because he's better than Roderick Strong. Cool. Um, Literally I keep, all I've got. I'm sorry. I keep changing my mind um, because no one else has gone for Roderick Strong. I think I'm just going to do it. Oh, just... I had Roderick Strong to start with. I've I've been fantasy booking it all day. Um, um, yeah, I'm just going to go with Roderick yeah. Strong so that if I get it right, I can laugh in all of your faces. Cool. Um, and Matt went Matt Riddle. Um, apparently, he thinks Riddle needs the win more than Roderick does. Next is the NXT Championship ladders match. It's a four-way match: Street Profits, Forgotten Sons, Undisputed Era, and Lorcan and Birch. My man vacant, going to lose the title again. Disgusting behaviour. <sighs> that man deserves more. He needs he needs to be booked better. I'm going to go Undisputed Era. I think. Um, I'll explain. I'll give it actual reasoning when we come up to the main event. Street Profits because they're our boys. Um, they are our boys. Montez Ford. Montez my Ford, G. man, we love you forever. Because, you, my G. because you've gone through and just given reasons, I'm going to talk through all of them. Um, Forgotten Sons, I have a feeling they could win it. Why aren't they being pushed? Because they're being put, yeah. Because they're one of the two that they've I think they've been made to look strong. They've been made to look strong, but if you give them the titles, no one will care. Undisputed era, yeah. Um, I think if if I was to go for these, I think me and Jack might have the same reasoning. Um, but then I also think Street Profits have been pushed as well, and they nearly did they beat Viking Raiders. I can't remember. Nearly did. Um, so I'm going to go Street Profits, just because of how they've been booked up to this point in the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Okay. And then uh, Matt has gone Forgotten Sons. This could go to any of the first three. I've gone Forgotten Sons as they have been built up since pre-Mania, but this could well be UE or Street Profits. Uh, next match, NXT North American Championship, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. Um, I've been umming and ahhing all day, but I think Dream needs this win. 
more than Tyler Breeze needs it. Just to solidify his title run a little bit more. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to call this one on the fly here. I think Breeze is winning this. Um, it's it's for reasons that I'm going to hate, and I hate to say this. Vince is panicking. That's all I need to say. Vince is panicking. You think, you think Velveteen Dream is going to get called up? Vince is panicking. That's all I want to say. I don't think bringing up Velveteen Dream is going to help with the panic, to be honest. Vince. Oh, just what, a charismatic dude who's great on the mic and can really go in the fucking ring? Just describe Tyler Breeze there. Look what happened to him. Yeah, I know. I I just I strategy card. <laughs> I've got that I've got that feeling. I've something and also you've got to realise that this is a first paper a first NXT on its own take uh, 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 event here, right? There has to be a shock. That's not the first one. What the first individual Yeah, they've had loads separate. of individual ones. When they first started. Yeah, yeah, I'm it was, I'm not I'm it was okay, all okay, okay, of the new era of NXT. No, that was new era. They never had takeovers in the old era. Well, yeah, because it was like they were what the uh, it was a game show, revolution, revolution, and whatever. What I'm trying to say is, it's 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 his first standout in recent years. Um, Sorry, then. I, I I can't I can't pick one. I actually can't. You can. It's You're gonna have to. I, I mean, you can pick a draw. That if that helps. I don't, it's not gonna happen though, is it? Um, well, it's gonna be dream. But I've gone for Breeze for shits and giggles, really. It might be Breeze. This is hard. Um, I'm hard just thinking about the if match. I, if I go with my brain, Trips has this down as possibly match of the year. If I if I go with my brain, I'd put Dream. If I go with my heart, I'd pick Breeze. Well, you pick Breeze. You pick Breeze over Dream for your heart. Mad. I because think everyone, everyone in them wants Prince Prince. Because I to want to see Tyler do well again because he was so good in NXT and then he moved to Rain Roster and just got killed. Rain Roster? Mate, Rain Roster. Yeah. Rain so, Roster? Roman Reigns? The big Roman Reigns? Rain um, Roster? What's Roman Reigns doing in the Impact Zone? My God. Russo would book it. We're, we're just Impact, pulling back all of our old phrases now. Matt Del Rio this episode, didn't he? I've gone with Dream. Velveteen Dream on the pod. Del Rio! <laughs> we haven't heard that for ages. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I've gone with Dream um, for no reasons. I can't pick one. Uh, you went for your head over your heart. Yes. Um, Matt has also gone Velveteen Dream. You can't, uh, you can't see Dream losing to Breeze. It wouldn't make much sense to him, to be honest. Oh, so it's obvious. To, uh, to be honest, Matt... Because of... Matt's logic about it not making sense is obvious that Velveteen Dream's winning. Matt doesn't make sense normally, so. Dick. Fair play. Um, NXT Women's Championship Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai. This is the one I just couldn't decide. I, I, I don't really care anymore. I'm so, I don't care about it. I'm sorry, I don't. It, it, it's cool. not, none of it's got me going. Oh, I really want to see this. So, with all due respect, I mean, I mean, this match I'm talking about. The others are like, yeah, cool. 
Should we put you down for Sting then? Uh, shut up. Sting. I've gone for Shayna Baszler um, to retain. I don't know why. Reason. I can't. Des- I can't decide. Shay Shay Bebe on the basis that she's going to absolutely fucking destroy your Shirai. Um. Go on. You know you want to pick your Shirai, Smaven. Go on. You know you want to do it. I Be do. a rebel. Be a rebel. Stand out from the I'm, crowd. I'm going to do it. But if it wasn't Chris's thing, I would have definitely flip the coin. But yeah, no, we I can't, can't use Chris's that's, gimmick. That's gimmick. Gimmick infringement. Gimmick right. inf- we need his own gimmick. You, Can I do a bat? Seen in my finisher. Can I do a bat? protected. Do you know what a bat flip is? Remember in the the cricket BBO? Oh god! Big bash, where they do a bat flip, so it's like Toblerone side up. Toblerone or face down. Fire or oh. face down. Yeah, um, that might be mine. But I don't have a cricket bat up here, so and I, honest, I don't think Alice would be very happy about you slamming a cricket. <laughs> have you got hard? Have you got hard floor or carpet? I have hard floor. Oh god, god! I was just, I was just predicting the wrestling love. <laughs> why can I see you through the floor? Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I've gone for I. The reason I, the reason why I was gonna go with Shayna Baszler in the first instance was because Io Shirai has been sort of getting the upper hand a lot. And attacking her from behind. Um, oh, you've got with logic on this. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this was between. Sh- this was for Shayna. Like this was if I was picking Shayna, um, because oh. then Shayna would win because of the other two, Duke and Shafir. Okay. Again, I... but okay. I've gone with Io Shirai just because I like losing predictions, guys. You basically gave him to peer pressure there, didn't you? Let's yeah, be I did. Because I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered to pick. He one. did it with Roddy Strong, and I was done it with Ira Strong. I'm doing it, mate. <laughs> I love it. It's happening. Just don't do it with this one. Um, well, should we get all five to make us look like right cunt? Yes. NXT Championship: Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Jack, I think I know who you're going to go with. Do you? Bay Bay. Yeah. You're going Bay Bay. Who am I? Who am I going to go for? You go with Adam Cole. Am I now? Yeah. Because if, yeah. if, if you... No! You've done that on purpose, haven't you? I just clicked enter. It's been typed in for oh. ages. So, because I thought I've... your reasoning was you was going to have Adam Cole win because this is going to be the start of Undisputed Era holding all the gold. But they're not holding all the gold because of the no. North American title. Yeah, but the start... You're not I've listening. Gone... I said the start. It's not holding I've all the gold yet. Gargano because... I think Roddy Strong is going to pick up the North American title before Adam Cole is going to pick up the main title. And then I think Adam Cole is going to be leaving the Undisputed Era. Or he's going to get kicked out a la Bullet Club. Because he doesn't have any gold. He's not good enough to win the gold. Oh, I like that. That's interesting. Um, I don't want to copy you. Um... But the problem is, is that I, I don't see Cole winning it. I have no other reason, honestly, other than I don't see Cole winning it. So I'm kind of limited in what I can do here. Because, again, I don't have any logic behind this at all. There's no sort of planning or theory behind any of this. It's just that I think reason, Gargano needs to hold the title for longer, personally. The reason why I thought of this, with Adam Cole getting kicked out, is because in the previous weeks of the Undisputed Era... It's always seemed like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly have kind of not turned against them, but 
being like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, why, why are you doing this? Stop being a prick, you prick. Exactly. Yeah. Cole being so Cole. Adam Cole's going to get jealous of the rest of the three having um, gold. Obviously, their whole thing at the moment is we're going to be draped in gold. He can't quite beat Johnny Gargano. And they're going to be like, look, you're clearly not good enough. Roddy Strong's probably going to be trying to claim the leadership of Undisputed Era or something like that, or a new guy might come in. And this sounds heavily like a Bullet Club story from a few years ago, which led to which led to the villain coming in and then Cole Cole being killed. Whoop 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 whoop. But yeah, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't see. I can't see reason why WWE wouldn't rehash it. Sure, go for it. Sweden, what you got? Um, you're going Cole. Oh, shit. I've gone Gargano. He didn't. Um, Bow down this time. I have too gone... late. I didn't have a chance to put in the peer pressure. That's why. Yeah. I've gone slightly similar to what you've got, but this oh. thing with Roddy Strong always seeming to try and help and then Adam Cole loses, I think it's going to happen again. And um, it's going to be the breakup of. And it's either the breakup or all the, the kick dismemberment out of, of either strong. strong or because 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 you see the thing is it could lead to like a turn on a turn on strong. Yeah. The problem yeah, is, Roddy Strong's so much better as a heel. He's he was such a bland babyface. Yes. I think that in my eyes, he just needs to but stay. Cole heel. doesn't work as a babyface at all. In any way. I don't think I've ever seen him as a babyface. Hmm. I mean, I mean, his character itself—I can't see it working as a face. He doesn't need to change much to be a babyface because he's always already hella over. Just but, he, don't... but, but Cole's character has always been: I've got my guys. I'm a bit of a badass. Dudes. And I don't necessarily know whether Cole could could do that on his own. Maybe he finds a new group. Makes a new group. The Forgotten Sons. Oh God! <laughs> Riding through this world all alone. Sons of Anarchy reference. Um, Great program. Fucking badass show that was. Except for season uh, three. Don't have, don't watch the Irish season. It's shit. Um, move on. Okay. Uh, bad. Matt has gone with Gargano as well. It's still Johnny's first feudish champ. He can't see him losing the title yet. I can see Cole taking it off him, but not till the takeover at Survivor Series. He needs to see off Cole, then beat someone else. And that concludes our predictions. We will get those out on Saturday, if not before, so that you can have a look. Make sure you drop into the Twitter or into the um, reply of that tweet. Um, we didn't even read out Matt's questions, did we? Fuck him. No, Joey, that's no, wrong. No, I'm sorry. No. Oh, Matt, I love you. I'm sorry. Honestly, no. We're, we're, we're tired. Yes. It's been a long uh, We're tired of main roster. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to get involved um, on, on Twitter or on YouTube, just drop a, a comment onto the video where these predictions are aired or onto the Twitter um, post about the predictions with a picture on it. Uh, and give us your own predictions. There's going to be no guests for this one either. There is no there's guest not, for this. But, just... but there's going to be no random guests either because it's a five-match card. Yes. Okay. It's but fair. just it's it's not it's just for funsies. NXT really? funsies. NXT funsies. Yeah. Um, That's why it's on the back of the other papers. Yes. 
that's um, pretty much all we've got time for this week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Uh, over on YouTube, it's the Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. And our nice website made by Jack and his great input as always, uh, BadBookers.com. Um, thank you very much for listening. Say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. What? All right. I said buy some cat litter. <laughs> buy, buy, yeah, buy some cat litter. Goodbye. And go to Pastime TV. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.